Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. It's great to be back live in studio this morning. My guest will be John Poza, and we're going to have what I think is going to be a most interesting uh, conversation. In fact, it's called Conversations on the Neighborhood, Fred Rogers' Lasting Legacy, as told by his close associates. John Pose and I will be uh, taking a look at his new book and telling you all about that, and we will be learning a lot about Fred Rogers this morning. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement, live in studio this morning with a good friend of Connect FM, John Poza. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Good to be here. Yes. Now, so I'm uh, actually very excited to have this conversation. Uh, Fred Rogers. Yes. He's a, you've said in this book, and I want to get to who you are for our listeners too, but Fred Rogers is a treasure. Oh, without a doubt. He's an icon. Uh, and, and in a lot of ways, and um, really, he's he's the person that we look at not not children just, but adults uh, when we're really having difficult times and not knowing how to deal with certain issues. Um, he's kind of like that person that we that we look to for guidance, and um, you know, uh, you know, I I was maybe when I was growing up, I re- I remember his show, The Neighborhood. Um, but I was a teenager by the time that, you know, uh, he, he came in to do the, uh, Mr. Rogers neighborhood, but my son, um, watched him. And so, you know, my son and I both watched and I was really intrigued with how he held my son's attention. And I learned a lot from that experience. And then gradually later, uh, learned a lot more about Fred Rogers as a person. Yeah, so let's talk about a couple of things. One, uh, you're very familiar with Connect FM. You're yeah. very familiar with radio. Yeah, uh, that's how, that's partly how this, the, the book came about that I did. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to like dive into that process with you. But first, I want to remind, if you don't mind, remind our listeners who John Pose is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I've been involved in, for years, I was a reporter and broadcaster. Um, covering, uh, you know, council meetings, school board meetings, primarily in the Brookville area, but I did them for Sunny 106 and for Connect FM. And um, uh, then then later in, in life, and while I was still kind of doing the broadcasting on the side, um, I got involved uh, with an organization um, called the Northwest Institute of Research based in Erie, and they were involved in early childhood education. Um, and they had the contract for the Keystone Stars Quality Improvement Program. And I uh, sort of was a case manager in this area of Jefferson, Clarion, Indiana County, Clearfield County, for working with providers to move up within the, the rating system because there was funding attached to that. So um, did that for many, many years. And through that work, I learned a lot about 
Fred Rogers' principles in early childhood and how influential he, he really was. Yeah, I think uh, we've had, we've chatted off the air uh, just how influential he really was, right? Yeah. It's not just the show, although no. the show is totally incredible. Right. It's right. what goes on behind the scenes, and uh, we'll get to that. But why did you? I know you've written books. This is yeah. I uh, do. This what, is my second second book. Yeah. Yep. And we had you on about your first book, but why this book? Like, why it made. John Poza say, let's dive deep into well, who Fred Rogers is. Here is the thing. A couple of things happened. I kind of want to do, because I, I'm a real advocate for, for quality early learning, and I th- told myself if I was going to do a second book, the first one was a memoir, uh, but if I was going to do a second book, I wanted to do, do it on quality early learning in some way. And such a, I was such a fan and, and of Fred Rogers that... In the 50th anniversary year, if we all remember, in 2018, that's when they did a documentary that was released on him. There was all sorts of celebrations for his 50th anniversary of the show being on the air. There was a full-length uh, feature movie with Tom Hanks, and um, there was the the only biography still to this day that was done and released in 2018. That year... Because I used to do, for five years, I did a Ask the Expert show when I was still with the Northwest Institute of Research. It was called the uh, Quality Early Learning Show. And so in 2018, I, I, there were five interviews that I did with some of the closest people that Fred Rogers had worked with. Okay, And what I did was those interviews, I, I, I gathered them. Joe Taylor was my co-host, and Joe Taylor, of course, used to do the contact show. He was my co-host for that quality early learning program. And I put together, I put them in a book. And um, so we, you know, I thought that it was was fairly easy to do the book. I had to go through some um, hoops, getting approvals through the Fred Rogers Company and through... um, you know, uh, the institute there in Latrobe at St. Vincent College, the Fred Rogers Institute. But but we got it done, and um, yeah, I'm really happy with it. So it's a quick read. Um, and, and, I think and I should say it's designed to be, right? It's designed I mean, to be, because that's the way Fred was. Fred wanted to keep things simple to the point, no, uh, no trying to weed through the bushes to try to figure out what was being said. Um, it could be this could be read in one setting, maybe two, and uh, the interviews really tell the story about you know the difference Fred Rogers made uh, with people and common principles that we could all take with us to apply whenever we are around children or working with children. So that's really kind of what the book's about, and we never want to forget his legacy. Because if there was anything he did, he brought the importance of early learning to a mass audience. Back in the early days, early childhood education and child development was primarily an academic discipline. That's the way it was when Fred was studying. You know, he, he pursued, he went back to school and got his master's in child development at the University of Pittsburgh. And he worked with some of the foremost researchers in that field. They were all at the University of Pittsburgh, ironically. 
And that's when he was doing his show at WQED. Hmm. And so pretty much almost on the Pitt, uh, Pitt campus. Um, we learned a lot and they benefited from him because they knew that he was going to bring the principles of child development to a mass audience through television and that Fred was going to do it the right way. So he brought that, you know, uh, that to a, to a wider audience to make us appreciate, you know, how we can work with children, not only our own children, but how we can uh, work and educate with children, um, you know, whoever, whatever, wherever they're at. Yeah, so from your perspective, like, what do you think made Fred Rogers what we know of him as? He looks like this loving, caring grandfather that everybody wants to have, right? But he also taught valuable lessons and did it in a way that here we are still talking about him. And yeah. I think we discussed that it's been 20 years since he's been gone. Calm. He had a calming effect on people. He was very deliberate in his communication. He made you want to listen to him. He was a fantastic listener. We could all be better listeners, can't we? Um, and he just did it in a way that whether you were a child or whether you're an adult, he was authentic. He was his true self. And so however you saw Fred Rogers on his show, off, off camera, he was the same person. I mean, we've all seen probably videos and examples and seen Fred outside of the program. Um, who could ever forget his testimony in Congress? Remember in the early days of PBS? Mm. Remember when he was trying to get money for um, his, not only just his program, but for PBS in general? And he testified before Congress and his his it's it's still on youtube you can go and it's amazing and he convinced the chair of that committee that just right on the spot i don't know how many millions of dollars was was approved and uh you know they, they got it and he was able to to present his argument in such a way that um was so effective and when you did these interviews with the folks who helped him and each chapter is named after each person i yes. won't go through all of them but yes did you get the feeling from them as you talked to them that you were getting a glimpse of Fred Rogers? Oh, or my goodness, yes. Um, and that's what I tell people about the book. It's like you will think when you pick this up and you're reading this conversation. I, I often felt when I was actually doing it with Joe and I were doing them that you were actually talking about you were actually thinking that you are interviewing Fred Rogers mm, right. because they knew him so well and what he stood for and the principles that he was trying to tell all of us. And this is one thing I think that people will appreciate. We all know about how Fred was with, with children and early learning, but my goodness, the principles he taught us all as adults were so, so valuable. And even after the show ended, he continued to do that because a lot of people may not remember, but you know, even after the show ended, Fred Rogers, when there were difficult times in our country, um, like let's just take 9-11, right? Shortly after 9-11 happened, 
he actually took out uh, public service announcements where it was just Fred in front of the camera, and he had that calming effect on us. And remember the famous quote, you know, at difficult times, his mother always told him, look for the helpers. Yes, and yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I wanted to read that quote and get your thoughts on it. Yeah, so I'll do yeah. that. You have quotes throughout the book sure, from Fred Rogers, but one that particularly stood out, and this is Fred Rogers, quote, when I was a young boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. To this day, especially in times of disaster, I remember my mother's words, and I'm always comforted by realizing that there are still so many helpers, so many caring people in this world. That's true. We all need to remember that because, you know, this can be a difficult world we're living in. But, you know, let's face it. Look at how we come together. And when there's tragedy or trauma or difficult times in our life, the people that come to to together to help each other out and lord look at look at how that happened after 9-11 i mean we such resolve that we had you know as a country so yeah and fred reminded us about that and he he i wish he was still with us i really do wish i mean he, he was such a wonderful person but um you know let's not forget you know let's not forget what he was and how influential he was and the lessons we can learn from him because that is just so important to me. No, I think it really is. And so I'm going to read one more quote that sure. I really enjoyed that you put in there. It was actually page one, uh, excuse me, 46 in your book. And he said, quote, if you could only sense how important you are to the lives of those you meet, how important you can be to the people you may never even dream of meeting. There is something of yourself that you leave at every meeting with another person. And that's the, the, the tail end of that quote is the most important thing. There is something that you leave with every person that you meet. And that is true. So when we have an opportunity to meet someone and whether it's someone we're meeting for the first time and we know nothing about them, or if it's someone that maybe is struggling or having a difficult time, we may not even know that when, when we're meeting them, that they, what we can leave with that person, you know, just in those, those maybe it was just, just be a few minutes, could be so strong and so impactful that, um, you know, can make a difference in that person's life. And, I, and we talk about, uh, there's a program that the, the uh, Fred Rogers Institute at St. Vincent College does, and they do this all over the world. It's a very simple name. It's called Simple Interactions. Simple Interactions. Mm. Researchers go to different places, different countries. They work with people not only in schools, whatever their job is, teachers, school bus drivers, crossing guards, but people that have any contact with children in any part of their life. The interaction, what you say to that child to make their day or to say something just positive, that's showing that child how much you, you actually care. Mm. Um, you're putting a smile on that kid's face. And that's really what simple as that can make 
all the difference in the world in terms of being a mentor, you know, to a child growing up. So um, that that's what's really really important. One of the one of the legacies that Fred Rogers left with us. Yeah, yeah no, I think he left. Uh, a, many legacies yes, with us, yes. but that is a, a great point. And I think what he left us with is exactly what you just said, which is how easy it is, right? Yes. I had yes. a friend, Patrick, who's no longer with us, but he used to say, you know, Michael, kindness is free, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yes. and I think that's part of the lasting legacy from Mr. Yes. Rogers. He makes yes. us think about things like that to yes. say— that's a great saying. You, great saying. You can be kind. You, yes. You, John Poe's uh, how Michael Clement treats him when he sees him can say a lot, right? Yes, absolutely. Or absolutely. somebody who you don't even know. Right. Uh, uh, it is easy and free to just say, hi, how are you? Yes. Now, it's funny because sometimes I can get be accused of asking too many questions if I'm meeting somebody, you know. <laughs> I want to know too much. And I said, well, well, that's just my natural way. I mean, because the more – sometimes you have to know a little bit about a person. You know, a little bit can go a long way because when you find out a little bit about a person, you maybe can have just that little bit of information is enough for you to make a difference, that something that you can do. To help up that person, you know? Yeah. So I would like to see if it's possible. Like you wrote this book, you did a lot of work for it, obviously, a lot of interviews and a lot of uh, researching. What is your biggest takeaway from this book? The biggest takeaway is um, I keep bringing up the word lasting legacy. Mm. And you know, and that's purposely mentioned on the cover of Fred Rogers' Lasting Legacy, that uh, I think I'm hoping that people will read these interviews and see how impactful he was and how he tackled subjects, especially later on in his program, that were difficult for children and parents, too, in being able to address and talk about but he did them in such a simple and clever way that um, I think they're they're such long last they're so long lasting that they'll take away this as a very very simple read that um, they can apply in some of their interactions not only with children but adults as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, uh, as you said, designed to be an easy read. I got mine. I'm a Kindle type of guy. Mm -hmm. So I downloaded my copy of Kindle. Every author that I have on, I buy their book and take a look at it. It is an ex excellent book. I've also heard you speak about this at Rotary. Right. Um, but I do encourage people. Uh, it is Christmas. It's going to be a great Christmas Stock Great gift. stocking stuff. Absolutely. Stuffer. Yep. Um, but before we get into all of that, I wanted to ask you um, – off air, we talked about this. If you can give some background on the importance of 143. Oh, yes. A great One, story. The great story regarding the number 143. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a background first of all. Fred Rogers, in throughout his adult life, always weighed 143 pounds. I know it's. Which is of, incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> he swam every morning before he went to work. He was a great swimmer. He loved to swim. Hmm. But here's the significance of the number 143. Fred was all about hoping that we all love one another, right? Um, the most basic principle we, we know. Uh, well, the words or the phrase, I love you, 
If you count the number of uh, letters in each of those three words, I is one, love is four, and you is three. One, four, three. Well, guess what? We have created to honor Fred on the 143rd day of the year, which is typically June. We celebrate doing an act of kindness. It's, so it's called 143-day um, act of kindness day. We do it in Pennsylvania. The, the state recognizes it. Other states do. And it's doing something kind. It could be very simple uh, to someone, to someone, whether it's someone in your family, whether it's a friend, relative, you know, um, someone you just may pass every day on your way to work, just doing something nice. It doesn't cost anything, as you said. Kindness is free. And so that's, that's just, and the hope of that day is that it's a reminder to carry it on. We should be doing it every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of things we should be doing every day, and we don't that can make a difference in this world and the difference in the lives of, for other people. So, But just remembering 143 and being kind can make a huge difference. Absolutely. And with that, sir, uh, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, uh, we'll finish up this great conversation about Fred Rogers. Thanks, Mike. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Lifespan Family Services provides foster care and adoption services. How do you become a foster resource parent? Well, there is a check done to make sure you are financially, physically, and mentally fit to care for a child. Clearances must be obtained, your home inspected, and trainings provided. You probably qualify, but you must apply to know for sure. Call LifespanFamilyServices.com to apply to become a foster parent. That's LifespanFamilyServices.com. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement, having a great conversation with my friend John Poza, a great book that you've written about Fred Rogers. Uh, Sir, you left us with the importance of 143, which is a fascinating story. Anything else you'd like to leave us with? We have about three minutes left. Well, first of all, you know, if folks are interested in the book, it's called Conversations on the Neighborhood, Fred Rogers' Lasting Legacy. You'll find it on Amazon. You'll find it on Barnes & Noble websites. Um, and it's being sold locally. Um, you can get it at the Watershed Bookstore in downtown Brookville. And you could also get it in Clarion at Sparrow Bookstores, which is, which is um, on Main Street in Clarion, and at the Fulmer House uh, Gifts and Collectibles and Bookstore. And that's on Wood Street in Clarion. Um, there'll be another location soon as well, but, uh, and then of course you can contact me directly. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, you know, either through the station or, you know, any other means if you know me, but, uh, you know, I'll, I will personally sign it for you. Uh, it's a great stocking stuffer and, you know, Christmas time, what better way, what better type of thing is there than to read a very simple thing that, you know, our families can all benefit from, but, um, yeah, uh, as I, I, you know, I, I, uh, Fred, Fred is just an icon that we should never forget. Yeah, uh, no, I think uh, as you and I've discussed, we could still continue to use some Fred Rogers uh, 
wisdom and guidance that he's given over the years. Uh, he has been gone for, I think, around 20 years. Yes, um, 20 but years. Still has, as your book says, a lasting legacy on American culture. And I would dare say around the world that that's a name that is recognizable. Yes. Um, but we could, we'd probably do well to continue to watch and listen to Mr. Rogers. Absolutely. And, and if you want to know more about his legacy, uh, all you have to do is, is uh, investigate the Fred Rogers Institute. It's open to the public. It's in Latrobe. All of his archives are there. Um, and they will help you if you're looking for something in particular. And also Fred Rogers Productions, which is in Pittsburgh, um, which is part of his legacy because they still produce many of the kids series programs on PBS that are educational, including Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is the offshoot of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood that's still on every weekday morning. And so, yeah, it's just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Wonderful, sir. Conversations on the Neighborhood, Lasting Legacy of Fred Rogers. Uh, Mr. John Poza, thank you for coming on Contact. Thank you, Michael.